The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor Show, and welcome one, welcome all. This is the America's Web Radio Station. I am Victor Armendariz. So glad you could join me today, and I know, I know, I know. There's lots to get to today. I mean, I got to talk about Pelosi. I got to talk about Herschel Walker and and the N-word. I don't know if you guys heard. And I and those of you that are outside of Georgia, uh, Herschel Walker, I'm sure you know who he is, big football guy, is running for uh, for Senate to be the senator from Georgia. And MSNBC found it proper to get a guy on there to uh, call Herschel Walker the N-word. Now, imagine if a Republican had done that. Imagine. So uh, we'll we'll get to that if I can. I got to get to this mansion. I told you guys. I told you last year. I told you the year before that. I told you this year. Do not trust Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is not your friend. Joe Manchin is no friend to the conservative cause. Joe Manchin is no friend to conservative principles. Joe Manchin is no friend to lower taxes. I told told you guys this. Joe Manson is about Joe Manson. Joe Manson is about continuing to fool the people of West Virginia so he can be reelected as a Democrat because he's the only Democrat in West Virginia that the West Virginians seem to continue to want to elect. And uh, I, I told you, told you, told you, uh, I, I could do, I don't know how many I told you so's when it comes to Joe Manson. And uh, so now he's done it again. He screwed the American people and he's doing it with a smile on his face. And I told all you Republicans out there, all you voters. Voters out there and all the Republicans in office who were saying Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin is singing his praises and tugging on Joe Manchin's tail and and putting Joe Manchin on a on a pedestal and and uh, just making a star out of Joe Manchin. So and basically the Republican Party, the establishment Republican Party, all you do is is help Manchin fool the people and the voters of West Virginia. I warned all of you. I warned all of you that you would get burned. And now you're getting burned. And I, the only saving grace in this will be if Cinema, if Senator Cinema has the guts to listen to her voters and the people of Arizona, if she has the, the, the character, if she has the strength to listen to those voters in Arizona, if, if Christian Cinema can kill this bill, then uh, that's the only hope we have right now. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, and I know some of you are out there saying, well, maybe that's Joe Manchin's plan. Maybe he made a deal. It's not, folks. It's not. Joe Manchin is a Democrat. He's always been a Democrat, and he'll always be a Democrat. You only need to go back to 2016 when he was reelected. He was running around West Virginia telling them how he was with Trump. Oh, I can support Trump. Blah, 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 blah. And, and all that other crap he said. And then as soon as he got reelected, as soon as Joe Manchin got reelected... He stabbed Donald Trump in the back I don't know how many times before Donald Trump even sat down in the Oval Office. So I, I've told you before, look, I, is, is, is Joe Manchin as bad as, as the really crazy Democrats? No, probably not. But he's still not your friend. He isn't going to help the conservatives. He's going to help Joe Manchin. And 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 I I just hope you guys can understand this at some point. So, all right, so we got I, I got that to talk about. I've got to talk about Afghanistan. 
if you will notice, the only news station right now that is reporting on the killing of the terrorist uh, Zahariri, <laughs> Zahari, uh, the only station really is Fox News and conservative radio um, and some conservative publications. They're reporting the taking out of, of I what is his name, Ayman al-Zahariri, uh, taking him out. If you notice, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC, NBC, PBR, NPR, or PBS, NPR, uh, CNN, all of them want to hide this story from you. Joe Biden was all over the place last night trying to take credit. Give me credit. Give Look how tough I am. Give me some poll numbers. I'm so tough I took out this terrorist. And now... All the media, the lamestream media, all the mainstream media is trying to bury this story, and you've got to ask yourself why. Why? Well, it's easy, and I'll talk about this. I'll, I'll try and get to this, but it's easy. All you've got to do is ask yourself, what the heck was Al Zawahiri doing in Afghanistan? What is the Taliban doing harboring this terrorist? The Taliban, Joe Biden, assured the American people and promised we the people. That there would be no terrorist in Afghanistan. There would be no, no Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. He promised that. And then he said, oh, look at the Taliban. It's a new Taliban. They're not going to cohort with terrorists. They're not going to give Al-Qaeda breathing room. They're not going to welcome them back to Afghanistan. Yeah, well, guess what? Guess what? The Taliban not only welcomed al-Zawahiri to Afghanistan and back to Afghanistan and, and, and Al-Qaeda with him, they put him up in a freaking mansion. And they made him feel so comfortable that Zahrahiri felt after hiding for ever since we took out Obama, Zahrahiri has been hiding. He's been under a rock. But the, the Taliban made him feel so comfortable that he came out and stood up to, to maybe take in some fresh air, take in that Afghanistan sunset. And he stood out on the balcony of this mansion where they were giving him harbor and safe haven. And our un- incredible unbelievable United States military, even though too much of it's gone woke, we still have a badass CIA, apparently, because they took this guy out with a drone right off his balcony, right off his balcony, sent him to his eternal dirt nap where he belongs. And if that sounds harsh, well, too bad. Sometimes you got to hear harshness. And uh, so I'll, I'll try and get that. But the biggest question to ask is why are they trying to hide this story? And the reason is, and you only need, and hopefully Peter Ducey, because he He's probably the only one with the guts to ask that. Oh, my gosh, David. What is the press secretary's name? Perry. Uh, oh, my God. Perry. Perry. Oh, Jean Perry. You're right. And uh, I can't wait till Peter Ducey asks her. I think her locks are a little tight. Yeah, maybe. Something's tight because she is clueless. And Peter's going to have to ask her. Uh, Joe Biden promised there would be no al-Qaeda. What was al-Sahiri uh, doing in Afghanistan? Why was the Taliban giving him safe haven? And what are they planning? If you think that al-Sahiri was in Afghanistan not planning something with the Taliban, well, then you are just a fool. And, and we can't afford to be fools because terrorists only have to get it right once. They can kill a lot of people. And, and now not only did Joe Biden have a catastrophe in Afghanistan with leaving, now we've, he is single-handedly, Joe Biden has turned Afghanistan back into an al-Qaeda haven. And not only did he do that, he left them with the most sophisticated armament that any country has now. The terrorist group, which is the Taliban and al-Qaeda, are armed to the teeth because of what Joe Biden left behind in Afghanistan. It's, it's bad enough that we left innocent people behind. 
And it's bad enough there's still Americans behind. But we left him with the best military equipment on the planet. And we didn't just leave him with the equipment. We left him the keys. And then we gave him ammunition to go in those And we're, we're probably selling him fuel. And now we're probably selling him fuel, David. You are absolutely right. And, folks, look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm just right. So we're going to try to get to that. But I want to get to, I want to, I got to say a few things here about Pelosi. I got, now look. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> and that's enough. <laughs> so listen, David, you're right. This is hard for me to do. It really is. It's hard for me to do. Uh, look, I, first of all, I got to tell you the, the, the on point rule, the on point with Victor rule, the America's Web Radio rule, the, uh, hopefully the Ron DeSantis rule, what should be the President Trump rule. And this is, and the rule is, if a communist nation looks at the United States and tells us that we can't go somewhere, you know what you do? You go. And you don't only go, you take half of Congress with you. And that's what Pelosi did. What she should have done, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what she should have done. My problem is not that Pelosi is in, is in Taiwan right now. My problem is that Pelosi didn't take half of Congress with her. Do you know, and David, you'll probably remember Tip O'Neill back in the Reagan years. You know, Moscow tried to, if they ever told Tip O'Neill that he couldn't do something and told Reagan he couldn't do something, Tip O'Neill would have gotten all of Congress and would have gone and stood on the tips of Moscow. I, there's no doubt in my mind that Ronald Reagan would have done that and Tip O'Neill would have done that. And Pelosi missed an opportunity here because she should have made this bipartisan. She should have invited some Republicans to go with her. And trust me, there are plenty of Republicans that would have gone. Because like I said, the rule is if a communist nation, especially the communist Chinese, tell the United States, and I don't care, folks, look. This is me coming to you as an American. This is me coming to you as a red-blooded American. This is me coming to you that flies a flag in my yard every day. And I will carry that flag. And this is me coming to you who when I walk my dog and I see an American flag on the ground, I don't care whose house it is, I pick it up. I pick it up. And the rule is... If a communist nation, especially China, and folks, look, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm just right. But if a communist nation looks at me, an, an American, and I don't care who my pre- – I don't care who the, who's in power, Democrats or Republicans, libertarians, independents, don't care. Because if a communist nation looks over to the United States and tells me that I can't go somewhere, you American, you United States official, you can't go there, then by golly, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And that is the duty of the United States. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Libertarian, an Independent, a Green Nut Job. I don't care. When a communist nation tells you you can't do something, you do it. And by golly, you do it with flair. And, and, and I, I just, I, I, look, I'm just passing it, folks. I'm just passing it. Now I'll get to, I'll get to why Pelosi did this. I'm going to get to that. But first of all, we have to come together as Americans. You, we cannot nitpick just because Pelosi's a Democrat and she's an awful person. (laughs) Don't get me wrong what I'm saying. And I'm going to get to why Pelosi's doing this. I'm going to get to it. But we have to stand together in the face of communism. China feels so emboldened because we have the weakest president we've ever had. Right now, China laughs at us every day because we have a military that's more worried about wokeism. And we have a military that's that's having transgender story hour instead of a military that's figuring out how a way to be the most powerful military and the most feared force on the planet. That's what the United States should be doing. Our military should be doing that. 
But we're weak right now. We're weak right now because of Joe Brandon Biden. We're weak right now because of people like Pelosi. We're weak right now because of Chuck U. Schumer. We're weak right now because of the Democrats' power. That's We're weak. And when we're weak, the communists will make moves. And communist China right now feels emboldened. And make no mistake, climate change and global warming is not our biggest threat. Communist China is our biggest threat. Iran is our biggest threat. North Korea is a threat. And when communist China stands up and gets all over the world and all over the media and tells the United States that we can't do something, then by golly, you best bet we're going to do it. So I will give Pelosi support for landing today in Taiwan. Because what you've got to understand is Pelosi put herself in a box. She put herself in this corner. Pelosi, first of all, should have never announced that she was going to make this trip. She should have just made it. And Biden should have never come out and told her not to do it. Now, we have an Article 1, Article 2, Article 3. And if you haven't read those in the United States Constitution, you need to go do it. Because the executive branch cannot tell the legislative branch what to do. And no communist dictator should ever be allowed to tell the United States what to do. And so Pelosi right now is, is really is really the leader of the legislative branch. And I, I will commend her for not listening to Joe Biden because Joe Biden and the executive branch did everything they could to stop her from landing in Taiwan. Now, how did she put herself in this in this bind, in this box? Because she had to come out and grandstand. She wanted to Pelosi wanted to grandstand and get and shift the narrative in the media and help Biden by announcing her Asian trip. And then by floating out there, you know, she never said she was going to go to Taiwan. She just said, I might go to Taiwan. Because she knew it would create a firestorm. She knew it would happen. And then the media would be like, oh, look, look how tough she is. Look how tough the Democrats are. And then Joe Biden comes out. And because of, look, you've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden has got so many deals going on with China. And Joe Biden is the big guy, the big guy that is referred to and on all over Hunter Biden's laptop with China dealings and China money coming to the Biden family. The big guy is Joe Biden. If you think that Joe Biden hasn't made tons of money from China, you're out of your freaking mind. So Joe Biden doesn't want to piss off China too much. He's Joe Biden has to walk a line because he's got to try to seem tough because his poll numbers are in the tank. But he also doesn't want to make China too mad because China supports his family. But once Pelosi put it out there, once Pelosi wanted this fanfare, which she got, and once China came out and said, you can't go, Pelosi had no choice. Ladies and gentlemen, Pelosi had no choice. She's not doing this because she's tough. She's doing it because she had no choice. And I will commend her for for not being scared to do it. Because once she put it out there, and once the communist government of China told her she couldn't go, she had no choice. And, and kudos to her. Now, again, her motives aren't what some of the media are trying to say. Nancy Pelosi put herself in this box, put herself in this corner because she wanted the adulation. She wanted the media attention. She wanted to change the narrative. Joe Biden and the Democrats are taking a big dive. Their poll numbers are down. They're going to lose big in November. The the Democrats are desperate, and they're going to do – and listen, let me tell you something. You think the Democrats are bad for America? You have no idea how bad they can be until they're losing. 
And when a Democrat thinks they're losing, when a Democrat party sees that they're going to lose power, they really, really act crazy. And they're going to do some crazy things. I told you this weeks ago to beware of what the Democrats were going to do leading all the way up to November because they know they're going to lose power. Well, now you're starting to see it. And Pelosi floated this out there to change the narrative, to get some news off of Biden, to make herself look good. And 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 then the communist China came out and said she couldn't do it, so she had no choice. She had to go. And 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 I I I really am a little surprised. I thought Biden was going to have to give in and, and support her, but he didn't. Joe Biden and the media will not say. Now the media is out there everywhere saying President Trump is against Pelosi going to stand up to China. President, so they, they've got themselves a little narrative, and that's what Pelosi wanted. But what the media is not saying is Joe Biden is standing with President Trump. And telling Pelosi that it was a bad idea to go, that she shouldn't go. Now, look, I'm sorry, folks. <clears throat> I, I disagree with Donald Trump on this. President Trump said that Pelosi was going to make things worse. Look, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe overall she was making it worse. But once she said she was going and once the Chinese communists said she couldn't go, she had to go. She has no choice. She had no choice. She had no choice. So, all right, folks, we got to take a break. When we get back, uh, I'll calm down a little bit, and uh, <laughs> we'll get on to some more topics. We'll be right back. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police, as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Uh, so, yeah, so look, you just got to understand, folks, just don't ever forget who the Democrats are. Don't ever forget who they are. David, you got a comment. Yeah, uh, one thing that uh, I heard and, and respect the remark is that had Pelosi not gone, the U.S. once more would have lost face mm-hmm. and uh, all over the world. However, there's a point and side point to that now russia has lost face what are they going to do to Hmm. regain that are they going to shoot her down leaving taiwan or you know they're going to have to do they made some pretty heavy threats Mm -hmm. and what are they going to do now so that's a good point david and the only thing i would say is i don't think russia has the ability to um let's hope i'm right but uh you're you're right and and you know just as democrats become more dangerous when they get desperate which they are now despots like putin when they're desperate there's no telling what they will do china right now 
China is so mad right now. And folks, again, you've got to understand, we, we can't, we can't be so bogged down in our, our own politics that we can't refute communist China and communism. We have to defeat communism, especially when it stares us in the face. Like what China's trying to do now. And, uh, I, I think China right now, it's, it's, it's amazing to, if you look and, and look up what their state media is saying and what they're putting out. I mean, they, they've, they've made absolute threats because of what, what, what the United States is doing right now. They, they've been threatening us ever since Biden became president. And they're threatening the speaker's life. And, and look, I, I'm sorry. You know, if you look back, um, Oh, what's his name? Newt, Newt Gingrich in the nineties. He was the last major official to step on the soil of Taiwan. And it was right when he did it. Now, Newt Gingrich was much, much more, uh, let's just say much more sane. <laughs> and, uh, but he did the right thing. They didn't want him to go then and he did. And, um, and, and, but he it was, you know, it was a planned thing with Newt. Uh, what what Pelosi's doing, like I said, Democrats are desperate, and they will do all kinds of things when they're desperate. And Pelosi put herself in the corner, and and she does deserve credit for actually deciding to go and step foot in Taiwan. Because once China told her not to, once communist China it starts dictating to the United States what we can't do, you, you, your only choice is to go. So her only choice she had no choice, really. She had to do it. She had to go. Um, so we can debate on her reasonings. And, and like I told you, I, I my gut feeling is that Nancy Pelosi was trying to change the narrative. She's trying to help the Democrats. Uh, I don't think she thought China would react the way they did, but she should have known this because we're in a weak state and China has been emboldened and China has been saying some crazy things and threatening like crazy for the past year and a half or so. Um so she put herself in this box and she had to go. She had to. But we as Americans, we should be able, especially us on the conservative side. Look, I tell you conservatives, I tell our side, whether you're libertarian and independent, a hard conservative, a, a, a fiscal conservative, whatever it is, establishment Republican, whatever you are, I tell you all the time, don't act like Democrats. Don't act like Democrats. We we are the the adults in the room, so to speak. So we have to be able to step back and go, okay, Pelosi got herself in this mess, but she did the right thing by going and stepping. Once China said no, you don't you cannot go. We'll we'll attack you if you go. Whatever you know, but they didn't say it like that, but that's basically what they're referring to. Uh, they're they're putting out over state media that that they have military options on the table. Yeah, yeah, they can throw out whatever rhetoric they can, but once they go down that road, uh, Pelosi had no chance. I mean, no choice but to go and step foot on Taiwan to land there. And we as as conservatives, we need to be able to step back and go, okay, yeah, Pelosi's a, a, a horrible person. Pelosi's a terrible politician. She's terrible for America. But right now, she is the Speaker of the House. And when it comes to communist China, I'm going to side with Pelosi. And uh, I'm going to side with the United States. And and I, I will – I mean, I just have to have her back. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be able to debate why she did it. We're going to be able to uh, debate all her horrible policies, and we should. And she needs to be voted out as soon as possible. But right now, she is the sitting Speaker of the House, and the communist China will not dictate to the United States. They may dictate to Joe Biden. 
Uh, and, and I'll tell you what, what's coming because Taiwan is planning some responses. They're going to probably encircle Taiwan. They're going to probably put out every battleship they have. <clears throat> They're going to be flying circles around Taiwan. They're going to push the limit. Ta- uh, China, <coughs> excuse me, China is going to push the limit because of this. And we have to remember as Americans, if we can't stand together for five minutes and, and, and give China the collective finger, and let me, let me, let me just, let me put it this way. If we can't stand together as Americans for five or ten minutes and all face the East and give China the collective American middle finger, then what can we ever stand for? We cannot let communist China dictate to you. I don't, I don't care if they're Democrats fumbling all over themselves right now and, and we're spiraling out of control. Our economy's in shambles. I know, I know. I know all of these things and we're going to be able to fix them. We've got an election coming up. We're going to be able to fix our internal problems here. But when a communist nation like China makes these kind of remarks and threats, they're not just making it to the Biden administration. They're making it to the American people. And we have to be able to stand together as Americans, look over to China and say, you communist bastards will not tell us what to do. No matter who, no, no matter how bad we get sometimes and the, and the dumb mistakes we make of putting somebody like Biden in power, putting somebody like Pelosi in power, we may, as Americans may make these mistakes. We may falter. We may stumble. We may trip along the way, but we will never, ever capitulate to communist China or any communist in the the world or any terrorist in the world. We will not capitulate to any of them. We will not capitulate to to despots and terrorists and communists. No, we will not. We as Americans can stand by and go, we don't support Pelosi. We don't support Biden. But we do support the United States. We do stand together as Americans. We are all Americans. There may be some really crazy Democrats out there and Green Party people and whatever, but we're all Americans. When communist China threatens the United States, they're not just threatening Democrats just because the Democrats are in power. They are threatening our way of life. They are threatening our way of life, and we have to collectively give China the American middle finger, and that's what we're doing today. So, again, there will be a time to debate why Pelosi did what she did, what they're trying to do, how desperate the Democrats are, and how how awful it is that that uh, <clears throat> President Biden <clears throat> wanted to capitulate to China, and and how he did not want. Pelosi to land in Taiwan. But once she said it, and once China said you can't do that, she had no choice but to do it. And we as Americans, forget about Pelosi. Forget about Biden. Just look over to communist China. Look what these communist people do. Look how they uh, enslave their own people, enslave children. Look what they do. They have concentration camps. They have ongoing concentration camps. The Chinese regime is awful. The communism is awful. Communism kills people on a daily basis. And when communist and China, communist China, starts to dictate to the United States, they're dictating to us, the American people. And we have no choice 
but to stand together as one, as Americans, and look over to China and give them the big, fat, middle American finger. And that's what we're doing today. That's what Pelosi's doing, and and kudos to her for, for actually going and landing. Now, again... We will have time to to talk about the hypocrites and the hypocrisy of the Democrat Party and how and and the awful decisions that Pelosi makes and the awful decisions that that uh, Biden's making and the awful decisions that the Democrats are making. But right now, today, today, we need to have each other's back. We need to stand as Americans. And like I said, you look over off to the east, you look off to China. And you give communism the big fat finger. Now, we need some reporters. Now, look again. I, you know, the reporters aren't going to want to talk about this. They're going to they're going to elevate Pelosi. They're going to try to give this a narrative that isn't there. But we need journalists, and hopefully Peter Ducey will do this to get in front of AOC and the squad and Pelosi and all the rest of them, and have them push back against communism because. There, there, there are people in the Democrat Party that agree with communist China, and they need to be called out for it. They need to be called out for it. But just because we have some bozo politicians that do some really stupid things, it doesn't mean that we can't take time to stand as Americans. And when we have a chance to collectively give communist China and communism around the world the big fat middle finger, then we need to do it. And that's what we're doing. And look, that's you guys don't have to all agree with me. <laughs> you don't have to. You're right as an American to to disagree with me. But that's my take. That's my take. Now, I don't <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I'm not going to let Pelosi off the hook. Uh, and I'm not going to let Joe Brandon Biden off the hook. These people are getting us into messes that are going to be hard to clean up. Hard, hard, hard to clean up. And, and I'll tell you, they're, 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 I, I, it's almost like the Democrats know they're going to lose. So they want to screw things up so bad that it's going to be really hard for Ron DeSantis to take the wheel. But I have no doubt in Ron DeSantis. You know, there are, there are people out there that are calling Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump's doppelganger, so to speak, only except for it, it, President Trump would be bizarro Trump and Ron DeSantis would be the the good Trump, so to speak. I don't know. That's probably not explaining that well. Uh, but um, and look, I, I will say I've said this before and I'll say it again. If President Trump runs in 2024, he deserves it. And I will. And I'll support him. That's his choice. It's his choice. I just hope he doesn't rehash 2020 and just runs on how he can fix the colossal mess that the Democrats have put us in. That if he doesn't run, then I want it to be Ron DeSantis. I do think Ron DeSantis is President Trump, but with a a uh, a, a a more I don't know how to put it a a more sensible package. Let's just say um, I, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch, folks. It's going to be interesting to watch. But uh, all right, we got to go to another break here, ladies and gentlemen. So you hang tight. This is the On Point with Victor show. We will be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hey, I want to give a shout-out to my friends down in Florida, in Daytona. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And thank you to all you listeners. I mean, I have listeners from Miami to Daytona to Pensacola to, uh, I mean, Tampa to Orlando. Uh, you guys are awesome, and I have listeners. I mean, gosh, you guys in Tennessee, uh, Alabama, L.A., all the way to California, folks. I mean, I, it's amazing the reach this show has, and I cannot thank you guys enough. I just cannot. Thank you enough. Um, but look, let's, you know, just like I said, I, I might have, thank you, thank you. I, um, I just can't stress it enough. Uh, we, we have to, we cannot get so bogged down in our own, um, hatred or, and hatred's a big word. I, I don't even like to use that amongst us here in the United States. But let me put it this way. We can't get bogged down with our displeasure for our, um, political strifes and, and the arguments that we have in this country. We can't get bogged down by that and be, and, and not recognize when a communist nation like China is trying to take advantage of our strife. Look, if you, you guys know the adage, um, divided you fall. And it's true. And, and, and every despot uses that strategy to gain power. In fact, the Democrats are using this right now. The Democrats have been using this for years. The Democrats always try and divide people because if Americans are divided, then we 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 fall. We when Americans are divided, you get idiots like the Democrats that are currently in power. That's what happens. And but we as Americans, we've got to be able to see we cannot allow our divisions to allow communist China and or any communist nation to make inroads, especially towards the United States. Look, we are the only the only last remaining country of real freedom, real liberty. We're the only country that has a document that guarantees it. And and we just cannot stand and allow a communist nation to bully us. Communist China bullies the Democrats. Putin bullies the Democrats. Putin owns Biden. The communist Chinese own Biden. That's something that we're having to live with right now. But we as the American people, the best message to send to communist China, look, communist China thought that many and many Americans would just be so divided that we would be so angry with Pelosi. And, and they would use that. We can't give China that kind of power. And that's why I said there can be a distinction. You can, like me, stand with the fact that we're giving China the middle finger by what, by Pelosi standing on the grounds. Now, if Pelosi were smart as she thinks she is, she would have taken some Republicans with her. The, the, the best vision that we could have, the best finger we could have given China is for Democrats and Republicans to be standing on Taiwan soil right now. Because again, once China 
has the audacity to tell the United States, its people, its officials, what they can and can't do. Once they do that, then we have no choice but to do it, and we should have done it in tenfold. And that's where Pelosi missed an opportunity here. And this is why I tell you Pelosi doesn't isn't going to really deserve some of the adulation she's going to get because, again, she had no choice. She put herself in this box. But once she had made the, once she was left with the only decision to make was to go to Taiwan, she should have brought some Republicans with her. And and you know what? I'll say this to the establishment Republicans. They should have jumped on a plane, some of them, and they should have went and met her there. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter what Pelosi can't stop them from coming. So they should have done it. They should have flown in. They knew what she was going to do, and they should have gone and done it. And in fact, in fact, the Republican Party should have gotten on a plane, some of them, and sh- uh, I don't care who, but any some people in the in the Republican Party should have gotten on a plane. The minute China said, no, you can't do that. They should have said, we don't care if Pelosi does it or not. But we, the representatives of, of, of the Republican Party and representing the people of the United States, we will not allow China to dictate to us what we can and can't do. And they should have gone. They should have gone. I cannot tell you. We cannot be responsive enough. We can't be strong enough in the way we must respond to communism and China. We cannot be, I, I, I'm telling you folks, we cannot be lighthearted in the response that we must put forth. And I know some of you out there are probably afraid of, 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 uh, <clears throat> world war breaking out again, but you can't cower. You cannot cower to communism because if you do, you're going to wake up one day and con- communism's going to own you. And, and as long as there is air and oxygen running through my body, and as long as there's red, white, and blue, and yeah, I know, I know you guys are going to laugh, but as long as red, white, and blue runs through my veins, <laughs> communist is not going to put me on my knees. No communist, no terrorist, no despot, no Democrat will put me on my knees. No, sir. It ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. So... We must stand together as Americans. We must look over to China and communism and give them the collective American finger. We got to do that today, folks. Tomorrow, we can resume uh, figuring out and getting ready to get to November to throw out as many Democrats as we can. But today, we've got to stand unified as Americans. Communist China must note and Trust me, they will take notice. They're going to take notice of the American people. They will, they do monitor talk radio. They monitor all the news. They monitor everything that is said here in this country. And when they see a a unified front among the people, among the American people, that is what's going to make China go, huh, we're miscalculating how much control the Democrats have. Because China knows in the back of their head, that the Republicans, the GOP, the Republicans, the independents, the, the liberty lovers, the freedom lovers, we're coming. We're coming. We're coming in November and we're coming in 2024. And the, and communist China knows <clears throat> in 2024, there's a big white horse coming. And on that white horse is either going to be President Trump or it's going to be President DeSantis. But China knows one of them, if not both of them are coming. They know this. America's coming. We, we, our unified strength is coming. They know it's coming back. 
they hate it. They don't want to admit it, and they want to they want to achieve as much control over the world as they can right now because we're in such a weak state with the Democrats and with Biden. But trust me, the Chinese president, the Chinese government is not 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 that they're not stupid. They they do some dumb things, but they're not stupid, and they know they know what the future holds. America's coming. They know what's coming back. America's strength's coming. And when, when Ron DeSantis gets in there or, or President Trump gets back and they clean house in the military, they get rid of, get rid of transgender story hour and they get rid of the wokeism. The United States is coming back. The military is coming back. Look, we just showed yesterday with, even though Democrats are trying to screw up the military as fast as they can, we've still got unbelievable operations going on across the world so much so that we were able to find al zawahiri on a porch of a house in afghanistan with a drone and not only get pictures and live video verifying that it was al zawahiri we were able to take a missile a hellfire missile from a drone and stick it so far up Zawahiri's you-know-what, right up his nether reasons, he didn't even see it coming. This guy thought he was able to go out on a balcony and take in fresh air, the fresh air of Afghanistan. Maybe he was enjoying some fruit or or some some nice meal that the people of, of uh, Afghanistan don't get, but I'm sure the Taliban was giving him whatever he wanted. And this man felt brazen enough because of the weakness of Joe Biden and the weakness of the Democrat Party. This man felt that he was safe enough to go stand on the balcony. But we showed the world, including China, including Putin, that we can take a Hellfire missile from anywhere in the world. And we can take that Hellfire missile and we can shove it so far up your nether regions that, number one, you're not going to see it coming. So you won't even know that it made it to your nether regions. <laughs> so listen, we, there, there is, there is, re, look, I tell you all the time, in the face of, of so much negativity, in the face of so many issues that we face right now in, with, with the Democrats and what they're doing to our country, we're still the United States. We are still Americans. We are Americans. And we can still push back in the face of communism we can still take terrorists and, t- and remind them we aren't going to put up with this mess and thank goodness for the cia guys and and the ones on the ground not not the the upper bureaucratic echelon that's become so political but we still have men and women on the ground and we still have men and women in the military that that aren't the upper brass that still know how to get a job done and trust me Trust me, China takes note when Americans stand together. So we can stand together and be happy that Zahawahiri is now taking his eternal dirt nap. And we can stand together that we're giving China the collective middle finger, the American middle finger. Now, we've got a lot to do. We've got a lot to fix and we've got to make, <laughs> we've got to head into November. And I, I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I, I am very optimistic because I, I talked to some voters the other day that six months ago, 
these voters were telling me they weren't going to vote in November. A few months ago, these voters were saying they weren't going to vote in Georgia because they the election was stolen. They were they were just stuck on this 2020 narrative. But I talked to some of these voters the other day, and now they're fired up and they're ready to go vote. They're going to go vote for Brian Kemp. They're going to vote for Herschel Walker, and they're ready to go vote. I heard a listener today who 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 is a black listener in Georgia who said there <laughs> now I'm paraphrasing but she said something like this there ain't no democrat they're going to tell me not to vote for Herschel Walker hey kudos to her and I and and and, I, and there are a lot of black people I think that are out there that are looking at Herschel Walker going you know this guy understands me this guy knows he knows what it's like to grow up as in the black culture in the in the African American culture and they're going to vote for him. So there are good things happening, ladies and gentlemen. There are good things happening. Don't ever lose faith in this country. Don't ever lose faith in Americans. All right, we got to take another break. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, folks. So I've got a listener out in, uh, I think, Duluth. Who, uh, who just, uh, who's chimed in and <clears throat> saying how, how much they want, uh, they would like to see President Trump and DeSantis run together so that you get four years of Trump DeSantis and then you get eight years of DeSantis. Uh, hopefully DeSantis and, uh, Christy Nome. Uh, I, you know, I, look folks, I, I think it's a great thing. I, I can see it both ways. I know there, there is a, there are people out there that don't want President Trump to run because they're afraid he'll be an instant lame duck because he doesn't – there is no second term. And then there will be an open ticket again and and that a fight could erupt and, you know. And, and look, I understand it. You don't ever underestimate the establishment Republicans' ability to shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, you know, the Republicans, when they shoot themselves in the foot, they don't just shoot one foot. They shoot both feet. And so I understand it. So I understand there are people out there that are worried about that. And, uh, but I also can see the other side. There's, there's the other side that says, look, Donald Trump should run because if he's president, if he's reelected in 2024, he doesn't have to worry about reelection. He can immediately start, um, you know, 
just going gangbusters with with his agenda. Uh, but I would warn this. I you know he would. I, I'm sure he would try and do a lot of things by executive order, but that is no way to govern. Um, now, what he would have to do is rescind every one of Biden's executive orders immediately. But the problem is, as we get into what we've been in lately, you had Obama do tons of executive orders. Uh, you, well, you had Bush do some, and then Obama did tons, and he revoked Bush's. And then Trump came in and revoked Obama's, and then Trump did executive orders. And then Biden came in and revoked Trump's executive orders. And now whoever comes in in 2024, by, whether it be Trump or DeSantis, they'll rescind Biden's executive order. So the problem with legislative trying to legislate by or trying to govern by by executive orders is that it's never going to last more than four years because your your opposition can always overturn what you've done. We have to legislate, folks. We have to legislate. So if President Trump does run and, and wins, which I think he would win, then not only does he need to just plunge forward – he needs to get a coalition of the Republican Party. He needs to stand firm with the Republicans. And if Republicans don't want to get behind him, if the establishment starts to stab him in the back, then he needs to campaign against every one of them in 2026. Um, he's, he's, he can't play footsies like he did the first time. And I understand, I understand the first term, he was trying to make friends with the establishment so they could work together. Well, if they don't, if the establishment Republicans choose to go against President Trump in 2024, then Trump's going to have to actively just try and get them out of office and and do what he can and he's going to have to govern and and I and one thing I I hope and I think President Trump could do because if you're the leader of the executive branch then you can fire people and he needs to fire the bureaucracy. Uh, Donald Trump needs to go in and explain to the American people, "Hey, we may have a tough a, a tough first year, but we're going to have to slow down the federal government by firing Probably 90% of the bureaucracy. I mean, I know it's wishful thinking, but hey, maybe 50%, maybe 30%. I don't know, but firing anybody in the bureaucracy would be a good thing. Uh, anybody that Obama left there in the bureaucracy needs to go. Anybody that Biden leaves there, they all need to go. You, you, I think Trump, one of the biggest lessons Trump learned is for four years of his presidency, he had to fight against the bureaucracy. And the bureaucracy was slow walking all of his agenda. And, and we can't allow that to happen. We can't. So, so again, folks, I get it both ways. I understand. I understand those of you who don't want President Trump to run and I understand those who do want President Trump to run. I am, I, look, I, you know where I stand. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell President Trump what to do. I don't think anybody can tell him what to do. If he decides to run, then I will support him. If he doesn't run, I am all in for Ron DeSantis. My 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 gut feeling is that because we're dealing with an 80-something-year-old dementia patient right now as president, and look, I'm not saying President Trump is any problem has any health problems, but still, he's about up there in age, and I don't know if we want to do that again. I, I, it might be time to have a young, vibrant Ron DeSantis take the helm for eight years, and then maybe that ensures that we get 12 years. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I'm not uh, a magic genie. If I were, I would have won the $1.2 billion the other day, of which I did not win. Um, so I can't tell you what's going to happen. I can't predict what's going to happen. But I, I, all I can say is this. If President Trump runs, he deserves it. After what they've done to him and what they're continuing to try to do to him, he deserves it. 
Um, if he doesn't run, I, su- I support it 100%, and I, I hope he gets behind Ron DeSantis. Because, I mean, folks, it's going to take somebody like Ron DeSantis to continue and fix uh, what – A, to continue Trump's policies, and B, to fix what Biden's done. So, But look, the, I, I think – and I'm not afraid to say this. I think there are only two people, two people in this country right now that can fix the damage that Joe Biden's done. And that, and those two people are Donald J. Trump and Ron DeSantis. Those are the two people that honestly, folks, they, they've got to be part of 2024 or all of 2024 because they're the ones that are going to fix this problem. They're going to fix it. So, all right, listen, folks, um, let me talk about real quick. I, we've got a little bit of time. Let me talk about the, the killing of the terrorist, Al-Zawahiri. Let me tell you what, what the media doesn't want to talk about. And if you notice, the media is trying to bury this story because they don't want people to start asking Biden questions. Now, look, I promise you. Now, look, it's you've heard me. It's a very good thing that we killed this guy. But you but I'm also willing to note giving Biden credit for it is kind of silly. Uh, there's no way Biden wanted to do this. Biden did it out of necessity. Everything you're going to see Biden and the Democrats do from now to November is is about survival. So they're going to do whatever they think will make the American people give them better poll numbers. And that's why Biden. Biden is so weak that he had to do something to make him look strong. And that's why he gave the go-ahead. Now, I, I congratulate him for giving the go-ahead to kill Zawahiri. But what needs to be asked of him, what changed? What's so different? Because it was not that long ago where Vice President Biden at the time tried to talk the administration, which was the Obama administration at the time, tried to talk them out of taking out Osama bin Laden. Joe Biden did not want to take out Osama bin Laden. And and then you don't even have to go back that far. Joe Biden was 100% against taking out Al-Zawahiri, or not Zawahiri, the, the other guy. Um, oh, my gosh, his name is similar. But the guy in Iran, the butcher of Iran, uh, President Trump took him out. Joe Biden was against it. Joe Biden wanted that man to remain alive in Iran so he could kill more Americans. Now, I know I shouldn't say that. I don't think Joe Biden wants to kill more Americans, but I don't know. But Joe Biden did not want President Trump to kill that terrorist in Iran, and and President Trump, thank God, did it anyway. So what changed? What changed? And this is what, if we had a media that had any character or, or really cared about journalism, they would be in front of, instead of trying to bury this story of killing Zawahiri, they would be in front of Biden, in front of the press secretary, in front of Democrats going, what changed? Joe Biden was against killing Osama bin Laden. Joe Biden was uh, uh, against killing the 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 terror terrorist in Iran. Joe Biden is on the wrong side of every foreign policy um, issue. He's been on the wrong side all of his career, his hundred year career in politics. He's been on the wrong side. Now, what changed? Why suddenly did he give the kill order to kill Al Zawahiri? Well, it's easy, folks. It's easy. It's like I told you. When Democrats get desperate, they will do desperate things. And when 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 Joe Biden, who we know through history, the, the history of Joe Biden does not want to kill terrorists. He does not want to go after. He didn't want to kill Osama bin Laden. He didn't want to kill the other guy in Iran. 
But all of a sudden, what changed? Now he wants to kill Azawahiri, and he gave the kill order for it, which was the right thing to do. But we need to know why he did it. Why he did he change? Why did he change? What changed in Joe Biden's head? So those are questions that need to be asked. And I'll tell you, everybody knows it. They just don't. This is why they don't want to ask. And this is why the administration is willfully, with the uh, lamestream media, trying to bury this story now. They don't want these questions to be asked of Joe Biden. They don't want people to ask this question. Because we know Joe Biden is desperate. Joe Biden sees his poll numbers in the dirt. Joe Biden can see the, well, his people can see that, my goodness, they just did a poll in New Hampshire for 2024, and Joe Biden... Nobody wants him. The Democrats in New Hampshire put Pete Buttigieg first. They put Pete Buttigieg first. And you know who who was at the bottom? Kamala. Kamala. I mean, you want to talk about a Kamala conundrum? Even even you can go look up an article in the hugely progressive magazine, the New York magazine. They even wrote a piece highlighting Biden's unpopularity and the Harris team, uh, team's inability to capitalize on Biden's uh, unpopularity. Uh, I mean, folks, all you got to do is read the first paragraph. Let me read it for you. Political news rarely gets much grimmer than it did for Joe Biden on J- July 26th when he was greeted by a surprise poll showing that were he to run against the contested primary or in a contested primary in New Hampshire – that he would command less than one-fifth of the vote. I mean, listen to this, folks. The likes of Pete Buttigieg and Chief Nakahoma fake Indian Warren polled higher in New Hampshire than Joe Biden did. And then what's worse for Kamala, what's really bad for the Kamala Harris team, is she – now, she's the presumptive heir, but she fared even worse than Joe Biden she was down at the bottom. She was in single digits. Nobody wants Joe, and nobody wants Kamala. Maybe Kamala I, to be on the bottom. I mean, uh, she might, Roger. She might. <laughs> Roger's over here from Locked and Loaded, Roger B. He said maybe Kamala prefers to be on the bottom. Well, she might. <laughs> but in this instance, I don't think she wants to be on the bottom. And uh, that is how the way she got her, you know, uh, heels up. Heels up is how Kamala made it to the top. There's no, you can't dispute that. But uh, I tell you, folks, it's going to get fun. It's going to get uh, – the clown show has only just begun. It's only just begun. Now, look, I didn't get to a lot. I wanted to get to the Herschel Walker story. So, guys, look that up. There was a guy who called Herschel Walker the N-word on MSNBC, and they're trying to hide from it. But, Herschel Walker, you need to make commercials and run with this because you're, you're doing a great job so far since you've changed up your team. So keep going. Keep going. And I didn't get to the Music Midtown story, which maybe Roger B. will because – because the Music Midtown, they canceled it, and they're trying to blame it on guns. Well, let me tell you, Stacey Abrams has something to do with this, folks. She's trying to kill business again. All right, folks, Roger B's up next. Stay tuned. I'll, I'll, I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.